Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. We are back on Speed Street and it is the first edition of Speed Street in the month of May. The first ever May episode of Speed Street right here. We started last summer doing YouTube shows. We got on the audio version in the fall and the winter and this is the first time that we are recording and doing this show together. Myself, Joey Molinero, Connor Daly in the month of May. How you feeling, bro? Well, it's the greatest month in the history of months. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> there has been so many people asking about it and the Indy 500 and uh, the hype is for sure real. Uh, it, I even looked at my, I got, a, I got a layout of my Indy 500 helmet yesterday mm. and I, I think I'm going to put a quote on the top of it that just says, we're back. <laughs> Yeah. Because it's fully back. So I don't know if I'm going to keep that yet. Please tweet me if you feel like that's a great phrase to put below the Indy 500 logo since we're fully back. Um, Why don't you yeah. just do fully back? I just, we're back is a powerful statement, okay. right? Yeah. We're, maybe fully back is like, where where were we before? I don't know. Yeah. But I but it feels it feels good. Um, I mean, and, and now we're actually like, at, I'm at home. I'm at my home finally, which is nice. Goodness. Uh, we got the motorhome moving in this week to the racetrack. Uh, which means that my home will then be there. Uh, and, oh, yeah, shout out to Mount Comfort RV for helping us out, huh? Nice hey, people. yeah, there we <laughs> go, uh, because I will be joining you there. Yes. I will be uh, living out there, thankfully, 
in the month of May at IMS. Uh, not in the same lot as Connor, of course, because, you know, they got the drivers and the owners, rightfully so, being in that one. So I'm off to the side a little You're bit. You're in the side cul-de-sac. Yeah. yeah. Like, if we lived on a golf course, you'd be, like, on hole nine. I'm sure. on, like, hole one. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a great analogy, <laughs> man. Some cowherd level S shit right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll both be moving in on Thursday of this week. That's one announcement. Very, very excited about. So there's going to be a bunch of content by me. Connor will be in some that he can when he's not focusing on winning races and, you know, etching himself into the, the Bjorg Warner. Um, but it's going to be a great month. And I'm going to be out there. Like I said, Connor will be out there. And we have another announcement, Connor. Oh. Do you know about what I'm about to announce? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. That. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. Well, I'm very excited uh, because we've been hinting around it. We've been talking about it on Speed Street, which, by the way, follow us at Speed Street Pod. Um, give a you know subscribe, rate, review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're we're on YouTube now. You can watch us on YouTube, so you can see me and Connor. We're kind of matching almost in a way here today. Got mm. the gray joggers, the black on black up top. Didn't even plan it, looking good. But we've been teasing around it. We've been we've been hitting around it. And May sixteenth, Monday, May sixteenth, in Indianapolis, Indiana, the greatest spectacle in podcasting happening. With Speed Street, myself and Connor Daly, okay. and the guys from Ask Off Track, or not Ask Off Track, Off Track with Hench and Rossi. <laughs> you, we can ask them about it, We too, can but... ask them about it, too. Yes, so Off Track with Hench and Rossi, Tim Durham, myself, Connor, at Sun King, downtown Indianapolis, off College Avenue. All right. So uh, well, great. Yeah, <laughs> how do you feel? That, Are we so... good? Do you like it? Yeah, sure. May 16th. I guess I'm not golfing that day. <laughs> well, it's during the night. Oh, it's at night? It's at night. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Right, yeah. So sweet. let's do it. Yeah. Go off during it. the day, do what you got to do, and then come on out. It's going to be, I think, uh, seven to nine, I believe. You're going to have an opportunity to buy meet and greet tickets if you oh. want. There's going to be a limited amount of those, limited amount of all of the tickets. All right. So there's only, I believe, 70 people that, that they can fit in the arena. So it's going to be intimate, right? Wow. But tickets will be on sale on Friday. Uh, me, Them, and Hinch have been working a lot behind the scenes, you know, letting Connor and Rossi take care of their business and not really have to be bogged down by details. But tickets will go on sale on Friday. You can be following Speed Street, Off Track, Connor, myself. All of us will be pumping it out. And will this and, be a live uh, show of sorts? It will be a live show. Are we yeah. recording it? Yeah. Oh, wow. um, right. I think we're going to be live shows. So it's going to be us up there. It's going to oh. be telling stories, joking, having some brews, laughing, um, just revving up, getting excited for uh, the greatest spectacle in racing coming up, you know, wow. less than two weeks from that point. So May 16th, Monday night, come start off your month of May with us, Sun King, off track, Speed Street, the greatest spectacle in podcasting, and that is going to be tickets on sale on Friday of this week. So that's Friday, May 6th, I believe, we're going to put the tickets on sale. Wow, that's great news. I'm excited for that. Uh, Sun King has always, has always been very supportive of IndyCar Racing, so that's mm -hmm. a great, great place to be. Mm -hmm. uh, Monday, also, great start to that week because Indy 500 practice is going to be going on. Um, so we're all pumped about that. Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully we all had a very successful NDGP, so maybe we'll still be celebrating that. So there's there's a lot there's a lot there that's uh, very positive. So I, I'm I'm glad that we sorted that out, or you sorted that out, and mm -hmm. I just I'm here for the ride. Hey, <laughs> you know that's the beauty of it. You guys yeah. are literally and figuratively here for the ride. You and Rossi are in the ride, and then you're just coming along for it. And uh, me and producer Tim and, and Hinch, since he's just a pretty face on TV now, we can you know handle those sort of things. So very very excited about that. It's going to be a great night. Like Connor said, not only does it kick off 
the lead up to the to the race. But I mean that that week, you know, the next day, you'll be able to go out to practice, watch the cars go fast, and uh, starts off the the week of practice there. So very very pumped about that. Uh, pumped about everything we got going on here at Speed Street. So like I said, follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Speed Street Pod. Uh, be downloading, subscribing, all those good things because uh, we need to fire this up, pump this up here in the month of May. Uh, Connor, what are we gonna get into today? Well, there's a lot. Obviously, we did some IndyCar racing over the weekend. Uh, met a lot of fine folks at the at the Barber Motorsports Park yet again who have said that they listened. So we appreciate you nice. guys listening to this podcast. Uh, a lot of great people at the autograph session out there. It was a beautiful, beautiful weekend until there was a little bit of rain on Sunday morning, but it didn't affect our race. Um, but, yeah, we had Barber. There's going to – I mean, we, we went NASCAR racing on Monday. So mm-hmm. I think that's actually something that should happen more often. But they had a rain delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some angry drivers at each other after Barber. Very interesting. Uh, Tim Tebow was at Barber. I didn't get to meet him. I was going to say, you met a that. lot of fine folks, but you said I didn't, you didn't get to, meet I him. Didn't even, I completely forgot that he was there. Uh, the NFL draft, I feel like we should definitely talk about that at some point because we are sports fans. Um, had a couple people tweet us about a name, a name of an Indy Lights driver mm. that we have seemed to have. I, I, some people didn't know about this this young man. I I knew about him for a long time, uh, but it kind of went along with some of these interesting names that we found for the random Indy, the Ricky Treadway random Indy 500 driver of the week, mm-hmm. uh, which I have another great name for this week. But uh, we will get to that. I, I, I'm sure some some strong IndyCar fans will know the name that we're going to get to. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could just start it off by getting into the race that just happened in in, uh, in Alabama. I mean, Patricio O'Ward, yep. Pato, winning the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, great drive by hell, him. Hell of a move on Renus there. Yeah, was... that was actually right in front of me, too, on track. <laughs> we hadn't pitted yet. And these two guys come out of the pits right in front of me. I'm like, oh, all right, there they are. And uh, and then we pitted, I think, like uh, the next lap. But uh, I got to saw it all, saw it all with my eyes, my own eyes. Um, Renus was obviously having a great race, had a great race in general uh, on the podium for our team, which is great. Um, but uh, but what did you think of the race overall as a, as a spectator? I, I mean, I, I I did not really enjoy much of it. Uh, there was not a lot of overtaking in my area of the racetrack. Yeah. But um, but yeah, what 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 did you think? I was very grateful that the weather cooperated. Um, I was. It, it was well. <laughs> it was you know the whole weekend leading up, the week leading up. It was like, hey, we're keeping an eye on this forecast. Eh, it doesn't look great. And then on TV, it played out beautifully. I mean, the sun was out. Looked like a gorgeous day down there. Uh, yeah, again, Pato, you know, he, he, he was due. And in my picks, I had, uh, Palo, I had, uh, Renus, I had, uh, Newgarden, you know, and, 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 and a lot of good drives from those guys. But I, I, you know, Pato was one of those guys that he was due as well. And, uh, he did what he unfortunately couldn't do last year. And he brought home a checkered flag down there at Barber's. So, um, thought that was a hell of a move. And I think what people want to hear about a lot is the drama that ensued towards <laughs> the end of the race. Yeah. Following the race with one Graham Rahal, Roman Groschins, Roman Grosjean. <laughs> Romain's gross pants. Yeah. Gross pants. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we saw it. It was a, a lively reaction from Townsend, Hinch, <laughs> Lee on the broadcast. Um, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, we didn't get to see the instant reactions um, on the post-race coverage on mm. Peacock, but... Uh, what were your initial thoughts? What are your thoughts now about what happened between those two? 
Well, I think it, it has to start with Barber being a very difficult track to overtake on. Uh, it's a bike race track. It's not a track for cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was designed for motorcycle racing um, because the guy, you know, the the Mr. Barber, I believe, or whatever, is a huge motorcycle guy. Obviously, there's an incredible motorcycle museum there. Uh, full, there's cars in there as well, but mainly motorcycles. Uh, and I also saw boat engines in there too, which was interesting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think it is – I saw a stat that there were some some passes, like there was like more passes than last year or something like that. But I just I don't know where that was. Uh, I mean, I saw a couple moves. Um, but once, you know, once the cars get going, you really aren't there's not a lot of overtaking at Barber without hitting someone. Like yeah. we saw Colton try to hit some kick, some some other guy and spun. Uh, there was a lot of contact between Grosjean and Graham. Uh, I watched Elio uh, absolutely maul Jimmy Johnson right in front of me. Um, just a lot of, you know, you, you have to do things there, um, that you probably wouldn't necessarily want to do at other places because you just, it's just so hard to pass. The straights are too short. Uh, you can't really generate a massive run on anyone. Um, and you're, you know, a lot of the times, you know, you're kind of busting your butt just to be in line with everyone else. And that was kind of a, uh, you know, that, that's what kind of brings it on. So, there was a lot of drama, obviously. Um, you know, Colton's deal, I thought, was really like Colton had made some moves. I saw some of his moves on people, which uh, were great. Um, and I, I think the whole, you know, Grosjean on Ray Hall thing, that, that definitely was interesting. I don't I don't know if Roman really ever had that move. And then to just drive into the side of Graham. And then again, I, I, I'm not... I'm a little bit unsure of what I still don't really know what happened there, but I mean, I, I, I think I actually enjoyed Grosjean's interview after more so than Graham. Cause like Graham didn't get taken out in that event. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. like Graham kept going and like held on to the position. So like I, if Graham would have got fenced and like thrown into the bushes, right. then I think, you know, that interview probably would have been a little bit more fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, Grosjean was trying to make a move, uh, made some contact, the secondary contact I'm, I'm confused about. Um, but to be fair, like late in a stint or even mid stint, you know, it, it was tough to put the power down out of five. Uh, that corner is difficult to get back to full power without a little bit of wheel spin. Um, so maybe, you know, maybe that happened. I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it didn't look great for the 28 car. Like I'm like, it, it looked like yeah. Graham was just a, a punching bag essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, again, I, I, I don't watch the races. I only see what appears on the Twitters and the Instagrams as like highlight clips and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so it, it was, you know, something that I, I, you love to see, like even it doesn't matter your opinion, as long as people are angry at each other after the race, that helps us. So I, yeah. it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. As long as people are actually, you know, honest and starting to throw, you know, some emotional comments at each other, I'm happy. Good for IndyCar because we need more of that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm watching NASCAR every weekend and there's fights and people are angry at each other. I, I'm watching people get spun out and there's there's people, there's there's rivalries that people are following because it's exciting. Um, you know, Corey LaJoy got hit by Daniel Suarez on, on Monday and that was because, you know, Suarez thought that Corey took him out to Dakota and I was like, Oh, this is a whole story that I didn't even know about. You yeah. know what I mean? But I, but I'm locked in. You know what True I mean? True X so, and Chastain. True X and Chastain. A little bit of heat after that race. Right. So, so yeah. So I I think that was good for our sport. Uh, there was some good racing out there. Um, but yeah, just Barbara is definitely one of my least favorite tracks. Um, just for 
just for racing. I think it's a great driving circuit, beautifully maintained. And we had an incredible crowd there. We appreciate everyone coming out there mm-hmm, that weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, sold out Saturday, sold out Sunday. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what was going on on the, uh, on the old rivalry and, uh, the old contact between other cars side. Yeah. I, you know, Graham, he was, he, he's like, you want honest Graham or what do you want? Am I going to get in trouble? Uh, Always with be Kevin Lee. honest. And, <laughs> and, I, and I think he was, I mean, apparently on IndyCar radio, um, you know, uh, let's see, who is this from here? This is from Jake, uh, Jake Query. He said that, quote, this guy's overstate is welcome. That's what Roman, or that's what Graham said about well, Roman. I didn't see that. I, I mean, I think there's there was also one. You know, obviously, like he did have a reputation in Europe mm-hmm. for sure, uh, and we we've seen can't like, teach I, an old dog new tricks. Can't teach an old dog out, new tricks. Yeah. That was a hilarious statement. Um, and you know what? I mean, we have seen a couple moves from Grosjean that have been, let's say, questionable. Taking out half the field to Portland last year, uh, driving straight into Jimmy Johnson at Laguna Seca last year. Like I, a lot of stuff that is, you know, right Saint on the Pete edge. earlier this S- year. St. Pete. Yeah. So, you know, there's a couple things for sure, but there's always going to be those guys. You know what I mean? Like people give Takuma Sato a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of crap for, you know, stuff that he's done. Yeah. But he's still out there. He's still a two-time Indy 500 champion. So, mm-hmm. you know what? Can't really argue with him. Um, and, and so that's, you know, that's what makes it interesting. And, and I, and I love that. I obviously hope to be not on the wrong end of any Grosjean contact at any point. Um, but you Maybe he's just still calling him gross jeans. Maybe he just no, just I love it. it. <laughs> I think he loves it, too. I, I fist bump that guy every time I see him. I say, what's up, Romain gross jeans? Nice. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's important that we have these, you know, this this heat getting generated, especially going into the Indy GP, which is, which is honestly a great racetrack. Like, we know yeah, that overtaking sure. can be done there. We know that IMS is, is gearing up for an incredible race with, uh, you know, the, the track is going to be in pristine condition. We're going to have uh, a great crowd there. So the Indy GP is a great classic road course for mm-hmm. overtaking. And will we see some beating and banging? Probably. But yeah. that's what it's for. I mean, yeah, we we've seen the clip of Renus, you know, do the splitting the two uh, right down the middle last year's yep. GP, you know, about a hundred times, and you know, for good reason. It was a great move, and probably see hopefully a lot more of that stuff here coming up in, in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you know, we're I know us as a team, you know, we're pumped to get to Indy GP. I think we, uh, you know, we Renus had a great weekend uh, in Barber. I did not. Uh, there's no way around that. Uh, but really it all starts in qualifying, right? We, we, these races are so important for track position nowadays. Uh, it's, it's, it seems to be slightly more difficult to overtake sometimes than others. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we had a a car go off in our qualifying session. Uh, basically I was the last car in pit lane. So I was the last car out of the pits essentially to start our uh, qualifying run, Mm -hmm. uh, on the red tires and, you know, had the speed that we needed, uh, to transfer and kind of get up with our teammate there. Um, but yeah, we're not able to complete the lap and, uh, and that's kind of where, you know, where your weekend starts to get really, really difficult. And, you know, we look at our sector times, you know, we're we're quite quick in several of the corners that we needed to be quick. Um, but, uh, you know, when, when a bunch of debris gets put all over the track, that kind of ruins things in turn nine. So, um, so it was a, a real shame and, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's, all, all we can do is what we can do. The team was aware. We you know we see on our data where where we were fast and what we can do. Uh, obviously, you know, race fans that won't see that will just be like, "All right, well, he just started twenty second, and his teammate was on pole." Uh, but there was a reason for that, so <laughs> I don't really 
don't really mind defending myself in that scenario because I felt like the team did a great job and we did have a great car. So it was uh, it was something that we know that we will be able to carry to the Indy GP, which makes us excited. Um, and yeah, I think, I think overall the team, you know, the team had a strong weekend, which is, uh, which is cool. And, and we were, uh, you know, a little bit stuck again in the race. Cause once you start back there, sometimes mm-hmm. it's tough. Pagano had a great run through though. And will power did as well. Will power. Uh, but one move is all it takes. Like one situation to get ahead of one car can and change your race entirely. Uh, and I, at the beginning did not get around the car that I needed to get around. Got stuck in traffic and, uh, and that was it. So had some good pace, ran around a little bit, uh, and then that was kind of like where we, me, Jack Harvey, David Malukas, and Elio were just kind of driving around. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Doing so, some laps. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, those are all good guys. Like this is this is such a competitive series that you know you're you're around people that you know you're four time champ. You know these good strong rookies. Jack Jack at at, at Ray Hall's been great. So you know a lot of guys back there. Everyone has their weekends for sure. So. Uh, we know that we're going to be strong in May, which is uh, which is going to be fun. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you guys tested, you know, superbly there a couple weeks ago, and uh, obviously Renus was the the champ of the GP last year. Uh, you led the most laps in the 500 last year, so yeah, ECR definitely a, a, a fan favorite and a friend of uh, IMS. So real quick before we hop off of Barbara and that, though, I mean, straight up, do you think that that second bump was coincidental? Final thoughts. Do you think from Grosjean, do you think uh, he's, you know, getting a little bumper cars or you think it was just, you know, kind of hard? I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to tell. I do know that Elio hitting Jimmy Johnson was when you think about that act, when you when I when I look, I, I just got sent the video clip by one of my engineers today and I'll probably put it on the Internet. There's a seven time NASCAR champion getting spun out by a four time Indy 500 champion. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. It's not a view you're going to see every day. I was like, this yeah. is something I'm going to remember for a long time. Sure. You got one of NASCAR's most successful drivers ever, one of IndyCar's legends. You know what? Sometimes people have tough days. It <laughs> doesn't matter who you are. It yeah. doesn't matter how many things you've won. I watched two guys just run straight into each other who have more trophies than I have days that I've been alive, essentially. So yeah. it's uh, it's it was a, it was a wild scene. That was That would have been a fist fight I would have loved to have seen, too. Mm. Jimmy coming charging at at Elio fists ablazing. I feel like Jimmy has a really strong fist. Who wins that fight? I feel like Elio is he's got he's so he's got so much passion he's and he's so quick. He's a right? dodge, duck, dip, and dive guy. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but I feel like Jimmy has just that old school like man, like grandpa strength, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, silver not fox. that he's a grandpa. Yeah. Right. He's got that silver fox strength. Yeah. He's got that strength of like, hey, if you were dating his daughter, you'd be scared shitless of him. Like he looks like Zeus, but he's got like one of the you know, he's got this incredible staff that he'll strike down and right. boom, lightning gets d- done. Everyone's done. That I mean, that would be you know, if IndyCar, you want to talk about, let's get in some ratings boosts here. Let's do, you oh, know, post-race, uh, Jimmy Johnson, Elio Castroneves, you know, right there on the ring. Elio's quick. He's going to dodge. But, boy, if Jimmy lands a right hook. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> – Elio is dead on sight. Boom. On de- like, pff, I think that's kind of a fair breakdown. Yeah. yeah I think that is. <laughs> Elio's going to the body. He's going to the body. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Man, I, that's that. – Elio would be a showman, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he'd have a really cool uh-huh. uh, cool shorts. Uh-huh. He'd have a good intro song. Yep. For sure, good intro song. Probably a cool squad with him. Um, I, and, that, man, I, I, if that – would have been the fight we could have seen instead of Romain and uh, Graham. Yeah, it's the it's the things that people need to see. 
I will say watching it live on television and seeing it and then even, you know, the reaction from Townsend and from Hinch and from uh, Lee Diffie, it was like, whoa, okay. That's, yeah. uh, that second one, what's <laughs> going on here? Like, oh, yeah, it, between it, Graham. It, right, yeah. between Graham yeah. and, and Grosjean. So I will say as, as, a, as an audience member, as a fan, just watching, it was – You're thinking it, it's malicious. The initial reaction was like, what the hell is that, Grosjean? You know? <laughs> um, so I, that's where I was like, I don't really fault Graham because – I'm watching no. it and I'm like, whoa, hey, you know, if I was in the car, I'd say, yeah, yeah I'd be like, hey, fuck you guys. So, you know, yeah, since I mean, said that over and radio. He, and he's fun. a dad now. You got to be worried. If you, people are coming at you with race cars, you better watch out. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you never want people to come at you with race cars. No. For sure. Uh, so Barber's <laughs> in the books. Um, Pato Award takes it. Great drive. Uh, Palo as well. Uh, VK. Will McLaughlin has another there. solid day. McLaughlin's solid day. Uh, he's, he's, was, is he leading the? Cha- I mean, he's he's got to be either be close there. to leading the championship yeah. or leading the championship. But it's I was happy. Penske guys are solid. I, I don't know for sure. I don't know what you know. Will Will had this, had a similar thing happen to him in qualifying as well with some debris on the track, and so you know it can happen to anyone. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, obviously those guys nail it in pit lane. They nailed the strategy. He 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 had a great start. Um, you know, chose the right lane, got it all going, and so yeah, it's pretty cool to. It's, 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 I mean, they had a they had a strong day. Yeah, Scotty's second right now behind Alex Pillow. Yeah, Alex Pillow. Obviously, he's been you know just strong every race. Yep. It doesn't have doesn't even um yeah doesn't doesn't have a pole doesn't have a checkered that's but all right he's just right up there top six top seven every single time uh so yeah top five right now you got Polo McLaughlin who won uh St Pete Newgarden who won the prior two races Will Pala who has not come uh, lower than fourth in any of the races so far and then Pato Award who took the checkered flag uh Sunday and Barber. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's shaping up to be a great, um, you know, great championship for sure. And and the funny thing is, is like, it's still so early that like one good race vaults you so high in the championship too, right? Like sure. You have, you know, me and Alex sitting around like eighteen, nineteen. All of a sudden, you finish the top five. You're like, oh, well, we're up to eleventh in the championship. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I mean, and you have double points at Indy. So it's, it's really a, until the double points race at Indy happens. You know, it, the 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 championship standings can jump around quite a lot. So you go top um, five of the GP and then win the 500 and battle. You're leading the points. You're, yeah. yeah, you're there. <laughs> like it's you're crazy. There. So, so it, it's, 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 it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good battle this May. There's obviously a couple, uh, we got Montoya involved in the GP as well. There's going to be more than 26 cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to get definitely, it's pretty spicy out there after having a conversation with him after the Indy test, uh, Montoya is hilarious. And I think he's like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to get through it and get to the Indy 500. I think Hell he's yeah, definitely brother. more excited about <laughs> the Indy 500 than the road course, which mm-hmm. is acceptable. I mean, the guy doesn't – the guy could go out there and park it on lap one, and you're like, you know what, Juan? Still a double Indy 500 champion. Like, yeah, yeah. still probably one of the greatest drivers that's ever lived. Sure. And you don't have to defend yourself to anyone. So it's great. That, that's an incredible, incredible thing to be a part of. Yeah, no doubt. It's, um, yeah, so Mace here. We're excited. GP coming. Double points in any coming. coming. Whoa. Uh, me and Connor are going to be camped out there. Thanks oh, to Mount Comfort RVs. Rusty, yeah. hit up Rusty. It's going to be great. It's going to be freaking phenomenal. Moving in on Thursday. Do you have any advice for someone who's going to be the first time uh, month of May uh, kind of sewer out there in an RV? Man, enjoy it. 
Oh, it's, it's just the best. I, I mean, right? But any like you know, like hey, you know, shitter's full. Hey, do this with yeah. the water, or do you need you not even worry about that? Just stay plugged in. Yeah, get get the water plug in. Don't rely on your your own source of water. Uh, make sure you get the electronics hooked up too. Yeah, get, like get the cable. Get the it's get the cable big. so you can get cable TV, and you get the track feed. Guys, get the track feed going. Uh, and always have a guy, maybe, uh, hit up Wad who always runs all of our buses in, uh, in the bus lot, give him, you know, give him a hundred bucks or something or a couple, uh-huh. a couple hundred dollars. And he's going to be your guy. He's going to clean out your, uh, your restroom situation. Mm-hmm. Always pump out, make sure you get that thing pumped out after you use it a couple times. Cause you don't, it'll get real smelly in there real quick. Okay. We don't want a bunch of smelliness because you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be inviting people in the bus and right. all of a sudden it smells like you had 17 burritos the night before. Right, so don't eat uh, White Ever, Castle no. on yeah. 16th Street and then, yeah. you know, go uh, take care of business in the motorhome. Yeah, always use the track restrooms when you can. That's <laughs> when you what can. I would say. Yeah. That's a great piece. There you go. That's important. Great piece of advice. I, yeah, it's, it's only like, I would only really go into my motorhome and use the, uh, the toilet for a non-pee uh, activity like race morning okay. or like, yep. or yep. like if you really like really can't, it's if the track's packed, you really can't, you don't have time to make it to the, totally fair, you know, you, and yeah. you got to use it, but I try to avoid it. Okay. I try to avoid totally it. Totally fair. Yeah, yeah. So that's, there it is. That's the big piece I'll take away. Use the track bathroom. Use track bathrooms. As often as you can. Are you going to have Don't a go- let strangers in your motor. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Are you going to have a golf cart? Yeah. Oh yeah. We definitely have golf carts. I gotta give me one of those. You gotta get one. Yeah, I'm gonna be a little bit away. I, actually, I got a pregnant wife. Come on. Oh yeah, they should just give you one. Oh, you guys got handicap parking? Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna see right. I can finagle in there with IMS. With the I door. actually don't have a golf cart either right now, so I I should probably figure that out. If you if you own a golf cart company and you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, please let us know. I think Pro Carts might be doing something. I don't want to give them any free ads yet, but like, well, just maybe did, they, so. yeah. Well, they. I'm gonna try to <laughs> follow up on it. Pro please cards. help us out. <laughs> maybe design us a speed street golf cart that we would like to use wow that'd be sick yeah because we got to get one so that that's important it's important to have a golf cart Mm -hmm. and make sure you uh distribute your parking passes accordingly because you get two okay two for inside there in the bus lot what about snacks yes all of them all of them so i i I, my mom helps me out a lot i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna get stocked up on about as much as we can have yeah things that like uh, various cereals, uh, protein bars. <laughs> Did not think that was where uh, you were going to go chips. first. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I have a very diverse um, uh, set of cereals, Lucky Charms, uh, Fruity Pebbles. Uh, Seems very anti honey, honey Golden Grams or whatever those Honey Golden Grams are. Uh-huh. Those are really nice. I don't know what those are. Um, maybe even a Special K cereal, maybe a little uh, like a strawberry Special K cereal. What about uh, fruit snacks? You fruit snack? No, diabetes. Uh, you just said you were having fruity pebbles and lucky yeah, but that's charms. That's breakfast. You gotta have. You gotta eat breakfast. So you can have any sugar you want in the morning. Well, those are more like it's. It's like carbs, and it's like it's it's gonna go in your body for the right reasons. Fruit snacks are just gonna shoot your blood sugar up for no reason. Uh, okay. All right. That's it. I'll keep <laughs> That's it for science, for myself. I, gotta, I won't bring yeah. that for you. I got it. Yeah. I got to eat breakfast. And you know what? The funny thing I'll have, I'll have four boxes of cereal in there. I might have cereal twice in the month of May. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. Because yeah, well, you forget it. about it. But you got to yeah. have it. But you got to have it. Because yeah. what if someone else wants cereal? You're going to be able to, you're going to be able to come out to my RV? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We just get them on the golf cart and brought right on over. Okay. Because I'm doing a live show every night. Also, always have a full bar ready to go. Yeah. No, like I'm, uh, I, like I don't even I don't even get to drink during the month of May. But guess what? I'm gonna have 
every form of liquor in there, and I'm going to have as yeah. mu- as many White Claws White and Claws. Bud Lights and yeah. Miller Light products, obviously, because the Speedway yeah. Miller is Coors. a Miller Coors group, yeah, obviously. Um, we're going to have that stocked because you got some friends out there, you got some family, maybe they want to enjoy it. Maybe you're trying yeah. to be hospitable and be like, hey, here's a couple Miller Coors products. You know what I mean? Very, very, very true. It's yeah. Smart. So, so I'm doing a live show from after the Sunday night of when we find out the pole sitter. Sunday night, Monday like night, that. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, taking a day off Thursday, Friday, during the day, carb day. Oh. Uh, I got my uncle. He has a Yellow Line Productions. He has his own company, oh. um, Yellow Line Productions, so check them out. But he's going to be doing the whole live stream setup for us. So you you and friends are going to have to come by and All right. chit-chat and have a good time. Uh, yeah. Carb day is a wild one, but, I mean, sure. <laughs> well, I was talking about Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. All the day. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. I mean, at at evening time, you know, like a happy hour type of thing. One thing I will also say is it's always busier than you expect it to be. So Mm -hmm. if all of a sudden you can't get any of us or we're not available, just understand we're trying. (laughs) Because it is, especially this year, I look at my schedule as it's filling up and it's like, I forgot this. We do a lot during the month of May. (laughs) Like, it's like, even this week, like, we're not even on track until next weekend. Yeah. But like this week, it was like, Four or five events, like we got things going on. It's like, oh, all right, here we go. So that's Connor lightly saying, "Hey, go fuck yourself." Not going to be able to make it. But no, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm trying. I mean, look, we're 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 doing shows, bro. We're we're content <laughs> team. Right. We're Come a content on, team. We got to you're But you're going to be the guy, so you got to anchor it for us. This oh, month. I'll anchor for sure. But you got to be the anchor. A little, I just I just need a little drop in. You know, that's just okay. A we'll speedboat we'll drop in. Swing on by, bring some Miller Coors products for you and the family. Thank you. Yeah. I'm in a lot with uh, like Ryan Hunter Ray. Okay. So Is maybe he racing? Can... No. <laughs> I guess not. I don't think so because he's right across the way from me. Well, looks like he's going to come and hang he's out. Gonna come hang out. He's well, going to come hang out. I believe he's like, someone told me he's like the reserve driver for Ganassi or something like that now. I guess that so, makes sense. Yeah. So I think Ryan is is basically like a, he's like the guy. If anyone goes down for whatever reason, whether it's, uh, typhoid fever or uh, mm-hmm. COVID or whatever it is. Or... A lot of typhoid fever going around. <laughs> typhoid fever, yeah. <laughs> Got to watch out for that TF, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Mononucleosis. What, I, don't, what, I, don't, I just I, I can't think of any any. You ever had mono? Thing. No. Man, no, it is, I is. I literally, like, you want to talk to people like, oh, man, I, thought I, was, I, I was planning my funeral. I was on my yeah. deathbed. <laughs> yeah. So if Ryan's your guy, if, if, you, if you're going down with mono. That's um that's your guy. So it's terrible. That's I'm glad to know he's gonna be out there. And, and you know what? That's where I spent my first Indy five hundred was out there in turn two lot. So, no, it's not turn two lot, it's museum. Okay, the museum. Well, I was even further out. I was yeah. outside of turn two. Yeah. So you're actually in a better spot than I am. Yeah. Or so, I was. That's right. fine. Exactly. No, that's it's great. Right. It's great. I can't wait. Um all right. Well so over this last weekend, you know what else happened? Because again, we're 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 a thing of all all Sports, motorsports, topics, podcasts. The NFL draft was this weekend. Yeah, man, I didn't get to see much of it. Takeaways, but um, I, it was weird going through the entire first round. And, like my team, the Colts, there, there is nothing there. Yep. <laughs> so like, I that feel was like that's odd. just typical for you guys now. I feel yeah. like you're like more surprised if you have a first round pick with yeah. That, like. it, it, but I, um, I did have a sneaky little bet that a running back would go in the first round. Uh, I lost. <laughs> so <laughs> that just was a, a shame. Just, just a little eve. It was like a nice little odds. And I was like, maybe someone needs uh, some power in the backfield. Yeah, Who knows? Sure. But yeah, that didn't work out. Uh, but it was, it, I mean, it is fun to watch. I will say like 
There was a lot of uh, all the wide receivers that were like, I like to pay attention to what's going on in football. I'm a big football guy. Yeah. Uh, and you just think like, oh, is this the year that the Jets finally win more than three games? <laughs> right. I don't know. Right. Like, are yeah. these the guys that help the Giants uh-huh. go from looking like clowns to not clowns? I don't know. Uh-huh. You just don't know. Like, are the Jaguars back? Probably not, but I, I don't know. Hey, Jets, yeah, you got an A on this draft. We'll see you next year in the top ten again, baby. Yeah, <laughs> just keep getting A's. That's all we got to do. Are you happy with your quarterback? Oh, thrilled. Where well, can he pick his hands? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was man. We were, you know, we my whole family, right? Where we this is well documented. We're all huge Steelers fans, and so we had a draft night party, and we were over at my folks, and. So we're all sitting there on pins and needles watching with every pick. Oh, is it, you know, is a quarterback going to be taken? And I don't want to, when Detroit traded up to 12, I was like, oh, for sure. This is, you know, Malik or Kenny or someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't happen. We're like, holy cow, this might, wow, this, this could really work out. So then we are at the 20th pick. All the quarterbacks are on the board. Franco Harris is up there. He gets the card. He has a reaction like they, you know, the, the name Jesus is on the card. <laughs> I'm like, what, what is going on? Who is this going to be? And, uh, man, he called that name, and literally we all jumped up and down. I mean, we were so pumped, and I've uh, been lucky enough to to get to become friends with Kenny over the last year, you know, while even he was at Pitt, you know. and, and Love and that. So this, friend of the show. Friend, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's friend so, of the show. You know, just so happy to see his reaction and so pumped for him, and I think it's just such a perfect marriage. And, and um you know, he, I, I, I didn't, I gave him some time because obviously his phone was just going to be blowing up, right? Yep. Rightfully so. But I talked with him on Sunday night finally. And I was nice. just, we both were just like, holy effing shit, it happened. I can't believe it. Because all leading up to the draft is like, bro, you know, I want, you, you, you know, we, we don't <laughs> want anybody else but you, man. You know but where I, you got to go. I was like, I just don't think that you're going to be there. Like, I think you're going to be off the board. Like, you know, I just, and he's like, oh, yeah, man, I understand. Like, well, fingers crossed. And then, uh, you know, lo and behold, it happened. So, Felt like destiny to me. Super happy for Kenny. I already got my Kenny Pickett jersey on pre-order, oh, and nice. uh, I'm ready to go, man. So Fired here's up. the thing, though. Did do, do you think they made the emotional choice because big Pittsburgh guy, like hometown, yeah. or is he the guy? Like, is he the most qualified quarterback that could have been taken at that time? I mean, I think so because they every every other quarterback. Because it seemed like it was like, okay, this is a great story. Like, I I love like, like you know what? That's our yeah. guy. You know, we're, he's he's a, he's a Pittsburgh guy. You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. that's that's just what it was all about. So I, I, I just seemed like you know what, like I like that story. But then, you know, two years from now, you're going to get Stephen A. Smith talking wild about, like, <laughs> oh, oh, they just they picked him because he was a, a, an emotional power. He already like, he, he already was doing that, but uh, I, I, I don't I I think. I think the answer is no to that for multiple reasons. One, because where they're picking at 20, all the other quarterbacks in the entire draft were available. So if they really didn't feel the best about Kenny, then they would have taken somebody else. Uh, Number two, I I just don't think that's how Colbert or Tomlin draft or how they operate, you know, when when it comes to that. Um, And three, I just think that, you know, Kenny is – the most pro ready. He's coming into. He's not going into a Jacksonville or Cincinnati situation before Joe Burrow. Like he's coming into a situation where he's got Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris. Oh yeah. You know uh, Deontay Johnson. They just drafted two more receivers this year. Like he's got three All Pros on the defensive side of the ball. You know he's like he's not coming in to be like, hey, save our franchise, Kenny. He's coming in to be like Kenny football, make some dope ass plays like the fake slide, and you know you know get the team back to the Super Bowl. So. We're good. That's exciting. And, it is. And, it is. And, it is. And, and, and talking about football still makes me mad that we kind of skipped over it, but I missed meeting Tim Tebow. 
Uh, I, yeah, wanted, so, I, mean, what? I don't know why. Tim Tebow was apparently the guy in the two-seater leading us around the race. And I was like, what? He did was the start no, engines. <laughs> I know, but it's funny because with the rain, for some reason, they canceled driver intros, which I, which is where I assume you normally uh, meet the okay, guy. Okay, okay, okay. And I am now so sad that uh, you know Tim Tebow. No matter what your opinion is, I kind of want to meet Tim Tebow. Oh, who doesn't you know want to meet like, Tim hey, Tebow? Tim, uh, it's Tebow time. He's right? a legend. Like, it's really cool to meet Tim Tebow. So I literally, I, I don't know when I discovered it, but I, I think it was after the after the race. Uh, I actually, well, I actually had to go to the med center after the race. I was. In a really bad state. Well, dehydrated. Uh, my cool shirt did not function, and I was, uh, I was in a, I was, I had to be carried to the medical center. So oh, it was damn, a dude. tough. Uh, that the more you know now in, uh, you know, in the Speed Street podcast, Jeez, but yeah, uh, I didn't know that. it was not fun. Uh, cool shirt didn't work. Very hot race, very physical race, and uh, I'm not really sure what happened there. But I think I was like starting to come back, and fluids were going in me, and I was like, Tim T- Tim Tebow was here. <laughs> I was like. I didn't meet him. I was like, what, what a bummer. What in the world? Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, but I'm glad he was there, though. I'm, I'm glad he was there. I hope he enjoyed it. Yeah. I hope he put some tweets out there because uh, our advertising is tough. Obviously, we didn't, 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 really, didn't know, didn't really see anything in Alabama that <laughs> was indicating that there was a race going on. No billboards. Yeah, but at least or I sold anything, out. Yeah. Right? I mean, sold out Saturday, Sunday. But does it tell people to watch on television? I don't know. Mm. So yeah, that's kind of the whole story there on Tim Tebow <laughs> and, then, well, and our and our advertising woes I'm as glad the ratings came out today. I'm glad that you're okay, and I'm glad. Thank that, you. That's uh, fine. I'm fine. Sorry that you didn't meet Tebow, and, and, and another time we'll, we'll yeah. make it happen. Uh, all right, we got a lot of listener questions. You want to get into those? Yes, we can. Uh, I, I feel like we should address quickly though our Indy Lights driver who scored his first Indy Lights podium. Okay. Who? Some people tweeted at us that said, "Why have we not mentioned this name before?" Stingray Rob. Oh, love this Stingray guy. Stingray Rob, strong name, incredible name, uh, has been in the road to Indy for a little couple years now. Uh, he's driving for Andretti Autosport in the Indy Lights series. Incredible name. Uh, I, I, I actually don't, I feel like I've met him maybe maybe once or twice. Uh, but I just, I mean, the name rolls right off the tongue. I mean, you just want to say it all the time. If he doesn't develop an incredible merch line at some point, mm. I'd be very disappointed. Yeah. Stingray they- Rob. Indy Lights driver. Was I believe an Indy Pro 2000 last year? Um, yeah, and an Andretti Autosport driver now. Yeah, dude. I mean, Stingray, so cool. And I believe that is for. I, there's been many a discussion about this, but I believe that is fully his real name. Like, no, fully. it is. Yeah. I heard Kevin Lee talk about. Yes, it. real legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like his first name is you know. Bobby, Randy, yeah, or Randy, and then they just goes by, you know. Oh, he liked catching stingrays when he was younger. Yeah. Like, nope, I'm no, they're big sure Corvette people. Yeah, big Corvette people. Oh, okay. Yeah, big Corvette people. Randy Ray Rob would have been pretty funny though too. <laughs> Randy Ray Rob, oh, Randy Ray. Yeah, that's racing for sure, man. <laughs> shout out to Stingray though. Yeah, Love shout him. out to Stingray. Great work on the podium in the rain race. That was sort of dry at the same time. All right, so uh, just address it off the top here. There's a lot of questions, obviously, about Roman and Graham. We've already talked about that. Yes. Um, so there's, you know, very di- varying different questions that we got about you better talk about that. What are your thoughts on that? We've addressed it. So we're going to knock those out. If there's out. any more details, you know, we're happy to get into it. But <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All right. So we'll start um, with AJ Hobson, kind of in the same light of this, though. He says, does IndyCar need more beef with drivers? Uh, yeah, a million percent. Um, and I mean, like, 
here's what happens. If, if, if Colton's move that he pulled trying to pass, I don't know who it was, whether it was McLaughlin or something like that, and he would have wrecked him at the same time, beef right there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's some beef right there. But, you know, the way Colton did it, he's just spun himself. So there's he just beefed himself, really. That's that's all. <laughs> and so, um, yes, we, we, we definitely need more of that between drivers. But, again, you also, like, the funny thing about, like, uh, aggression towards each other it's like people are always going to be, you know, people have their their drivers, right? Like you got your your guys that you support and like you're going to ride with them and if, no matter what, right? They're going to be on their side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think a lot, like unless you're fighting for, you know, the win or like a top five, top ten even, like there's plenty of beef going on from P15 to P26, right? Like there's a lot of us hitting each other too, but it's never on television. And like, you know, Elio and Jimmy, like that's not beefy because we're, we're, we're battling for the 18th spot. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's tough. But like, but I also think that that has to be legitimized a little bit more because IndyCar right now through the whole field is like so good. So like every position matters. And uh, like, I think our fans have to understand, like, we're angry whether we're fighting for 18th or 4th. You know what I mean? And, you know, Jimmy was having a great race, uh, you know, had some decent pace. And, you know, Elio took him out of that position. So, like, I think that I, I wish that would have been more focused on a little bit. Um, and I, I think our fans have to realize it's not the same as – it's not the same IndyCar series you were following in 2000 eight or like 2004 where like yeah the top 10 is all that matters right like now it's like there's a battle throughout the field there's Mm -hmm. there was no cars out of the race you know what i mean like everyone finished and you know there's one yellow flag so like we're all fighting for everything and so you know you can't be like oh just shut up you're you were you were driving for 18th it's like well yeah but i'm also fighting a four-time indy 500 champion so like I don't get it. Of course, I'm going to be upset with him no matter what. Or like you're going to be it's it's the more beef will come, I hope, at some point. And I just wish the TV broadcast would also diversify its coverage. Do it through the field. Do it through the field Mm -hmm. twice and force it upon yourselves to like look at what else is going on. Yeah. And just and and get into it because I think right now our field is so talented. You gotta you gotta go through it. You gotta talk about all these people. Like, and there's only so much you can do, obviously. But we just we we have to get a better coverage of more of the action, not just the top three. And again, the problem, no one's gonna listen to me. But like, it, I, I don't I don't see why that wouldn't need to happen. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. For sure, I mean, because a lot, of, yeah, like I honestly, honest to God, like I did, I saw Jimmy Johnson's post uh, of the onboard where that happened. He put it on Instagram, and yeah. I think that was the first time I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that Elio and Jimmy had contact back yeah. there. Yeah, I, I mean, watched the full race. Yeah, like it was a full on yeah. spin. Like, how do we not know that? <laughs> uh, okay, from Sands Sands Club member, who's the biggest lightweight on the grid? It doesn't count if you say it's Takuma Sato. Oh yeah, I've never had a. Uh... Never had a beverage with Takuma Sato. <laughs> Seems like a wine guy, though. I feel like yeah. um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I we we took out Callum Ilot, welcomed him to the IndyCar field, and and had a couple beverages with him a couple weeks ago. And a strong competitor into the night. I, I respect that guy. Um, and then 
I don't know. It, 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 there's a few people that I'm sure, you know, could be lightweights that I don't know yet. I know Jack Harvey is not a lightweight. That guy gets into it. Uh, I feel like Grosjean could be a lightweight. I don't know. I haven't seen him at the full, Frenchies. you know, full attack yet. Yeah. Uh, I know they're good at, you know, drinking wine and stuff. Uh, I know, you know, Simon can consume a beverage. Um, but yeah, that's, that's tough. That's tough to say. Um, I feel like, uh, I feel like, I feel like Graham. No, I've You've seen it. I, I used to hang out with Graham a lot when I was younger and like, and, and he was like, he was like, I, I was, I was, tw I was like young. I, I couldn't even drink yet, but like Graham was like 21, 22, 23. And like Graham gonna have a great time. He yeah. can get after it. Yeah. He I, is I think, a big I think guy. He, yeah. So he's he's got, a big fella. Yeah. I think you'd be impressed with what Graham can do with a couple beverages. All right. You'd be impressed. Yeah. I don't know who would be a lightweight. I think the most fun person to see inebriated is probably Will Power. Oh, it's got to be willpower. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that guy is an electric factory with nothing in his system. So, ah, you know who it is? It's New Garden for sure. No, I don't know. I don't think he's a lightweight because he's an elite athlete. Right. But, but he doesn't like, drink that he often. He doesn't drink that often. He'll and drink his, three times a year. Right. And his body's such a machine, I feel like, that like yeah. you get two mixed drinks in him, all of a sudden he's freaking hugging you, telling him, <laughs> telling you that you, he loves you. Yeah. He's just taking his, he's taking his clothes off in restaurants <laughs> and like, that's, that's normal. That's a normal Joseph Newgarden thing, but that's true. you know, he, uh, people love it. <laughs> he's an entertainer. All right. From Ryan's from Ryan Schold, uh, one, where can I get a bit Nile die cast? And two, what do you do to pass time on 500 morning? Uh, bit Nile die cast, I believe are going to be made. However, since our deal was done so late and it takes forever to get diecast cars made, mm -hmm. you'll probably see it in September, <laughs> which is awful. Just in time for the holidays. Yeah, just in time for Christmas, we're going to have a, a bit Nile diecast package. But <laughs> I don't know if we like uh, paid for extra you know, shipping on it from China, but uh, I think that we would like to have some for the Indy 500, but I feel like that's a low chance. We'll see. Okay. And then second, what do you do to pass time on 500 morning? Oh, yeah. Honestly, there's – you don't have pa time to pass, really. Like, yeah. You wake once up you're and up, you're up, your media You take the shit in your motorhome, the one yep. you do a month, and then you go. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then you go to the snake pit for 15 minutes, and then you <laughs> you talk to your friends, your family, and then it's it's race time. Like, the start for the Indy 500 is so early. Like, it's, you know, yeah. Yeah, there's no downtime. Zero. Maybe have a banana or a right. protein bar. From Camden Pence, what is the first meal you eat after an Indy 500 win? So you take the checkered, you drink the milk, it's happening. What are you having? Where are you going? I mean, I just, I think... The best celebratory food for me. I'm just having pizza. Just give me a pizza. Wow. Like, I love pizza. is my favorite food. Common man. It's just, it's simple. We're not going to go out and we're not going to have a nice steak dinner because if we win the Indy 500, we're going into the streets. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going into the streets mm -hmm. of Indianapolis and we're going to have as many pizzas as can possibly be made. Uh, I don't care from where. I don't have any ties to really, I mean, I live across the street from a pizza place, but like, to be fair... I, it's been hard to order from them recently, so I <laughs> I would like to you know open it up to any local Indianapolis pizzerias and get us 500 pizzas for the Indianapolis 500, and we will drink 500 Miller Coors products. 
I love that. <laughs> That's uh, you know what I because you know, some people I feel like you know they do the like you said they they hit prime and rightfully so probably and have a real nice dinner and then go get blasted. But Connor, no, nah, let's just get it's some right to the car- cardboard boxes of some just hot sloppy pizza and uh, consume some Miller cores. So <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, from Trevor, Trevor Gerald. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, I would like to start with this. Yes, one, go ahead. Actually, uh, you know my favorite is I. I let's stop. I think the best one and is also my favorite is Empire Strikes Back. But I think my favorite one is Return of the Jedi. My Oof. my my one that I just it mean like is sentimental and I love and I can watch over and over and it's so fun. So I Return of the Jedi. Man, I had this conversation. Just two days ago with someone, like we oh. were, we were looking, we we're on the Disney Plus, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. checking some things out, and like, I, I have a real passion for the older Star Wars movies. I I love them, yeah. Like, but there's something about when the the technology and film was upgraded. You know what I mean? And we got like in the prequel era. Yes, like yeah. well, when we got like Episode Two, and like yeah. like we got we had Clone Wars, and then we, I'm like I like the Clone Wars. Yeah. Was such an incredible and immersive film. I thought, like, Re- I was Revenge of the Sith, also up there. Yes, but yeah. like, something about Clone Wars. I was like, man, this is. Whew. I got you. <laughs> all right. It was electric. So very nice. I, I love it all, but man, I love modern film technology. Like, I'm gonna love Top Gun two coming out in May. And we're gonna record. Let's see, we're recording on third. So when you listen to this, it could be on May the fourth. Happy. May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Oh, uh, yeah. The National Star Wars Day. I know I will be celebrating. Um, so hope you guys celebrate out there as well. Um, this person, J.C. Zerneski. J.C. Zerneski, what is a typical day like during the month of May? You know what? Every day is different. Um, yeah. I think once we slide into a schedule of, you know, when, when Indy 500 practice starts, actually want to – one of my favorite things about the GP weekend is it's it's just it, it feels like pregame ceremonies. You know what I mean? It's like all right, you know, I, I love the Indy GP track. Like it's a, it's an incredible track, and I think for a lot of people as well, there are many folks that come out to that race who have not been to the Speedway before, and they're like, oh well, this is like cool, and we're like, yeah, so this is awesome, but like just wait for a couple more weeks, and so you kind of sell some people on the Indy 500 right then and there. And it's a different style. It's a different, you know, it's a different vibe of the weekend. Um, but, you know, it all it also happens so fast, right? You get to Indy GP, boom, practice, qualify, race. Like, oh, two-day show. Oh, we're done Saturday night. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, once we slide into Indy 500 practice, it's very regimented because we know that we're going to start every day at noon, right? We're going to get out there. We got three, four sets of tires to maybe go through, uh, which is not enough to use for six hours. But we will, you know, have a certain list of things that we want to change on the car. We're going to be like, all right, today we're going to run for two hours, down for another hour, make some changes, go out for the rest, whatever it is. Um, so we ha- we have that laid out pretty, you know, p- pretty far before it all happens. And then obviously it's all subject to change with weather, with with how the car feels, with how the, the, the conditions change, uh, how the surface changes of the track. Um, so yeah, so it, that, that's pretty much what happens. And then every night there's something that's going on, whether it's an event or, you know, we'll just try to squeeze downtown to dinner. We'll get like, Hey, all right, like mm-hmm. Marco, let's go, let's go to prime. Let's, uh, mm-hmm. let's just do it like eight o'clock, quick th- 20, 30 minute dinner, and then back to the track and go to sleep and get ready for the next one. Yep. Um, from, let's see, here you go. From Marlena, Marlena Poza. What's your go-to snack before a race? 
<laughs> snack too, not snack. Not snack. Snack. Yeah. snack. Okay. All right, Marlena. And she put the little emoji that has like the with the tongue out, kind of like oh, I'm hungry a like, little bit. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've actually been recently into uh, I, lo- I love Kind bars, the, the salted caramel ones, mm. the Kind bars. Uh, and that's been my thing. I've been eating a lot of those lately. Just the salted caramel kind bars are, are nice, healthy little snack, but also delicious. Yeah. Nice little boost of energy. You know, yeah. Just enough yeah. that you need. Exactly. I like it. Hey, how about this from our friend, uh, Chase Briscoe, the driver <laughs> of the number 14 car in, uh, NASCAR for wow, Stuart celebrity Wow. Gu- celebrity guest question. Look at this. Uh, he wants to know how much golf is played in the month of May. A lot. <laughs> I tell you what, Scott Scott McLaughlin's already playing 36 holes the day after the NTGP, and I'm trying to play 18 <laughs> with him on the Monday when we're supposed to do the our event at night. Um, I mean, I love golf. My golf clubs are always in the back of my Tahoe, and so you know it's they're going to be out there every day. Uh, and I, I mean, I I, I want to play at IMS as much as possible. We might try to go up to Crooked Stick, see what happens here in Indianapolis. Um, but yeah, there's a couple. I know I know Colton golfs. Uh, Scott golfs. Joseph even tried to golf last year. We brought him out there for a day, uh, and he wasn't actually that bad. Um, so there, there will be a few of us getting out there and, and swinging some sticks. I know Graham plays a little bit, but he's a dad, so I'm sure that's taking away some time from his golf game. Um, but yeah, I, we, oh, Chase, we're big golf guys. You better get out there soon. I will not be out there. Well, I will <laughs> be out there. I will not be golfing, but hey. You know, if they need a caddy, they need a, a golf cart driver, a brew to, holster, to, a brew holster to yeah. to be doing that while they're out there hacking away. Then uh, I'll gladly do that. But uh, I can't play golf for shit, man. I couldn't hit myself <laughs> out of a brown paper bag if I was, uh, you know, my life depended on it with it, golf. It's birdie season, bro. I know it's season. for you, but it's gonna uh, be great. Like a triple bogey would be good for me. So, all right, a couple more here. Let's do. Um, you're just kind of a, yeah, you're just Speedway related. Uh, from Chelsea, Christine34, best thing to order at Charlie Brown's. Oh, man. You know what's funny about that is I went to Charlie Brown's twice in the same morning when we were testing mm-hmm. at IMS mm-hmm. um, just, just last week or whatever it was, mm-hmm. a week and a half ago or whatever. I went there by myself, literally sat at the bar at like 8 a.m. because uh, it was raining obviously that the second day of the test and my, my team had texted me saying our meeting was delayed a little bit because of the rain. So I just went in there and, uh, and had an incredible breakfast. And then I, I, all I got, I'm, I'm a simple breakfast guy. Give me an omelet, a piece of toast and some fruit. And like, I'm going to, I'm going to have a great day. Uh, coffee or orange juice, coffee, coffee, orange juice, bad for diabetes. Oh, Uh, (laughs) only give me orange juice if I'm dying. Um, and then, I went there a second time with Rossi and Herda, and then Marco showed up with four, four other people. And so we, the restaurant, I think, got very mad. Charlie Brown's got very mad at us, the the, the nice. head lady there, Love it. because we had about eight people sitting at a four-person table. Beautiful. And the restaurant's packed. So it is always it, packed. It was, yeah. a, it was a very, um, and then there were people coming up to us a little bit, but nice people, of course. But yeah, it was it was an, a very awkward scenario because I was there for second breakfast, so I had some scrambled eggs and yeah, more yeah. coffee. But uh, 
Yeah, I love love Charlie Brown's. Well, what an incredible place! Definitely go there if you're coming here for May. For sure. Yeah, and uh, me and my wife actually went to Dawson's on Main right there. And uh, hey, no, Whoa! went to Dawson's on Main yesterday for lunch uh, right there on Main Street and Speedway, and it was uh, it was phenomenal as well. So yeah, hit those spots, hit those local joints right there on 16th Street, so downtown Speedway. Very very good. All right, we'll finish with this one uh, before we get to the Ricky Treadway Random Indy 500 Driver of the Week from our laughing. Any chance we see Joey in the 33rd car? Uh, no. <laughs> That is going to be a no for me. Uh, unfortunately, I do not have that kind of skill, money, power, all the above. So uh, I will gladly watch my friends out there. We uh, believe the rumor for that 33rd entry, though, is Stefan Wilson with apparently Dragon Speed and Cusick Motorsports, whoa. which I don't know how that is going to work, but uh, very excited for that there because go. we're going to have 33, obviously. There you go. Hit the uh, 33. Let's do it. Ricky Treadway, random Mini 500 driver of the week. Please. I went way back. Love it. Went way back. Okay. We went to 1965, yep. which we were not alive. I was going to say, you better bring some heat oh, oh, man. this month. This field is stacked with some absolute legends. The 1965 Indy 500, I believe this man finished. Uh, I'm going to look at it right now. He finished P32. Tough day for him. <laughs> uh, engine broke. Looks like on lap zero. <laughs> so, wow. Might have burned to the ground before the start of the race, like, like me in 2015. Bill Cheeseburg. You're lying. <laughs> I am not kidding you. That is his name. I, I, do, I do not know this person. Bill Cheeseburg. And, and it's, it, it's, it's, it might be Cheeseborg, but he is an American, so I assume it's Cheeseburg. But it's... Whoa, the O is in there. The O. They okay. got the O in there. So it's like cheese, C-H-E-E-S... B O U R G. Yes, like Bill um, Cheeseburg. Okay, Cheeseburg. And I, yeah, I don't know anything about Bill, but I respect him because that's an incredible name. And there's a, an incredible, like, wildly talented field. Jim Clark won this race. Incredible, incredible talent. Oh, Jimmy Jim C. Clark. Talk about a top three: Jim Clark, Parnelli Jones, Mario Andretti. Hey. I mean, what an incredible, what an incredible era of motorsport right there. Bill, but yeah. Here's old Bill Cheeseburger. Bill, Bill Cheeseburg. Cheeseburg. Uh, he was born William Bernard Cheeseburg. So uh, Billy. <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. Bill I love Cheeseburg, it. man. June 12, 1927, uh, in Tucson, Arizona. He passed on November 6, 1995 in Tucson, Arizona. So it was R.I.P. Bill. Um, rest in peace, Billy Cheeseburg. And then, uh, yeah, he was an American race car driver who participated in six Indy 500 races. Wow. Let's see those results Six for you. Six of them. Um, 1957 was his first. Uh, he started 23rd, finished 13th. Not bad. Not bad. Getting All up right. There. Yeah. yeah. Um, 1958 started 33rd, finished 30th. Uh, 59 started 30th, finished 21st. 1961, he started in the top 10. He rolled off okay. uh, at the end of row three there at uh, the nine spot. Uh, but hey, must have had some bad yellows or something because uh, he finished <laughs> twenty eight. Yeah, tough, tough strategy, strategy there for Bill call. Cheeseburg. Uh, his last five hundred was the six one in nineteen sixty five, uh, and it it was his worst. So he man, he went out not swinging very well. That, I tell you what, we're learning more every day, and that's what this seg that's what this segment's all about. Ah, nineteen sixty one, he crashed. Oh, yeah, that's what caused him to finish twenty eighth. That's a shame. All right, well, rest in peace, Billy Cheeseburg. Yep, Bill Cheeseburg. That's our guy now, 1965. 
Awesome. All right. Well, we are so pumped that it is the month of May. We are so pumped for everything to come this month. Uh, please get on board now. You, you don't want to miss everything that we got in store. Uh, again, tickets go on sale on Friday for the greatest spectacle and podcasting coming up on Monday, May 16th in downtown Indy at Sun King Brewery. Um, follow us on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, at Speed Street Pod. Uh, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify if that's your uh, you know podcast of choice. Uh, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. We're going to be here all month long. Uh, Connor, you got anything else? Uh, that's I mean month of May. Let's get it. Let's get it rocking. We're going to go pursue some trophies. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of cool stuff going on with this podcast. So uh, stay tuned. We got some really exciting things coming. Yep, absolutely. Happy May to you. We are back home again, and uh, we'll talk to you next time on Speed Street.